We're talking trends for 2024, but this time, social media trends. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. If you want to up your social media marketing game in 2024, VoiceOver Marketing Playbook can help you do it. In fact, there are individual modules for TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, X, and Facebook, giving you actual strategies that you can deploy to up your game on these social media platforms. Playbook comes with all that and so much more. It's available until January 17th, so get the details now at voiceovermarketingplaybook.com. That's voiceovermarketingplaybook.com. The Vopreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original everyday Vopreneur. In a recent episode of the podcast, I talked about five different marketing trends that I was going to be keeping an eye on in 2024. And of course, I threw in a bonus because I can't help myself. I always got to throw in a bonus. So I want to expand on that this week with five trends for social media specifically that I'm keeping an eye on in 2024. And by the way, if you want to go back and check out the five marketing trends for voice actors for 2024, I'll link that up in the show notes. But Let's talk about social media trends because paying attention to social media, I think is really important for the voice actor who is willing to embrace social media, for the voice actor who is willing to spend time on social media, there are opportunities there. And I don't think it specifically matters what platform. I think if you're doing things the right way, if you're using the platform the way that it was intended to be used, I think you can create opportunities for yourself regardless. So it could be TikTok, it could be YouTube, it could be Instagram. It could be LinkedIn. It doesn't matter. So let's talk about five different social media trends that I'm going to be paying attention to and implementing in my own voiceover business in 2024. And it starts with telling better stories. There's a bit of a trend that you may have already picked up on happening on TikTok and on Instagram reels right now. So for a while, you know, it started out with dance videos and then there was, you know, lots of different fun, fully edited videos with all sorts of different production in the background. Green screen videos were very popular for a while on, on the social media platforms. But, but now we're moving into something slightly different, which is more of a storytelling format. In fact, one particular creator explained it this way, and I thought, what a great way to explain it. It feels more like you're having a FaceTime call with a friend. So you've probably seen these videos. It's somebody sitting in their car, sitting in their office, sitting on the couch, wherever they are, outside for a walk. They're just holding up a camera and having a conversation. They're just telling you a story. And it does have that vibe, like you're just having a FaceTime conversation with a friend. And this is really resonating with people. And I think this is particularly important for voice actors to pay attention to as you are thinking about creating short-form video content, whether that is for TikTok, reels or YouTube shorts. So think about it from this perspective, having that simple conversation, just you and a camera feels more authentic, right? When you're not trying to fulfill an agenda, you're just telling a story, certainly more conversational, right? And aren't genuineness, authenticity, conversational, all of the things that producers and casting directors are asking for right now, 
So if you can incorporate this into your social media more in 2024, I think that it's going to be a really great way to demonstrate that you can deliver that particular type of voiceover, that particular type of read, but it's also going to make your content hit on a different level. So that's number one, tell better stories. Number two, I think this one is interesting. Uh, for marketing trends for 2024, I talked about SEO, but let's take that a little bit further because we're talking about social media and let's talk specifically about social search. So according to TechCrunch, nearly 40% of Gen Zs prefer searching on TikTok and Instagram over Google. This is very interesting. Not so great for Google. This is why I sold my stock a while ago. But what does it mean for your social media marketing efforts? Keywords and phrases in descriptions matter. And I think that for a lot of us, the description is something that we overlook. We focus so much on the video content itself that we're not really putting a whole lot of thought and effort into the description. Maybe we're just throwing up a couple hashtags, calling it good enough, moving on with our day. And that means that you're probably missing out on an opportunity here. These Gen Zs that are doing all this search on Instagram and TikTok, remember, these are potential buyers. These are potential people who could use you, hire you for your voiceover services. So taking the time to write thoughtful and meaningful descriptions for all of your social media content, but writing it in a way that is search friendly, using the right keywords, using the right key phrases is going to make a big difference. So I was thinking about this and I was trying to come up with what is one example? What's one way that you could implement this? And the one that I thought of first was a lot of voice actors have FAQs on their website or something like an FAQ. How do you request an audition? Or what do you need to send me for an audition? Or what goes into making a quote? Or how can we do a directed session? Whatever the most common questions are that your voice buyers or potential voice buyers are asking, maybe you've got a Q&A on your website and that is how you address that. Keep that on your website. But what if you were to create FAQ videos of all of the most common questions that you get asked by voice buyers or potential voice buyers? Because that is something that they may very well be searching on a social media platform like TikTok or Instagram for instructions on how to do a directed session, how to hire a voice actor, how to get a voiceover quote. And so this is a potential opportunity for you to create some really simple, easy content because you probably know all the answers to this already. In fact, the content may already exist on your website, so not a lot of extra effort going on there. We've already learned that the simple, you know, person on the screen, no fancy production, just that FaceTime feel to it, that, that means you don't have to do a lot to produce this. All you really got to put a lot of effort into, or a little bit of effort at least, is writing that description and getting those keywords and key phrases in. So that's number two on the list, social search and recognizing that more and more people are going to TikTok and Instagram to do their searches versus going to Google. Now, by the way, that does not mean give up on your Google SEO. Absolutely not. This is just another tool that you're adding into your toolbox. Number three on the list is being more selective. I would so much rather see you use one social media platform daily than try to use five social media platforms where you're on them once a week or once a month. If you use that one platform with greatness, you are going to produce so much more of a result that it's not even going to matter 
that you're not using the other platforms. So to understand this, the first thing you got to realize is that these platforms are designed to keep people on them longer, right? They're the advertising networks. And so the longer that your content keeps somebody on a platform, the more ads that can get pushed to that person. If you're only popping into LinkedIn or Instagram once a month and sharing a post once a month, then you're not somebody who's creating a lot of engagement. You're not somebody who's keeping somebody on the platform longer. You're not satisfying the algorithm's goal of keeping people on the platform and keeping people scrolling. So in order to do that, you need to be consistent. Pick a platform that you love, pick a medium that you love. And what I mean by that is, if it's text, pick a text-based social media platform. If it's images, pick an image-based social media platform. If it's video, pick a video-based social media platform. So think about the medium that you want to use, audio, video, text, etc., and then pick the platform that is in best alignment with that and what you enjoy doing and use it every day. If you're creating great content and if you're providing great value, if you are working to grow a community and, and generating engagement, then you are going to do what? You're going to keep people on the platform longer because people are viewing your content consistently, engaging with your content consistently, you're engaging with them consistently, so you're satisfying the algorithm and that is universal, doesn't matter what platform. And so now you are going to get some more traction. And that is why I think that it is so important that you use one social media platform really well instead of trying to go halfway with four or five or six social media platforms and make sure that you are engaging. If somebody leaves a comment, respond. So there's that. People commenting on your content, you're responding to it. But also, don't just be somebody who's pushing content out. Be somebody who is engaging with the content that other people are sharing as well. So the rule here is to be more selective and do the one that you're going to do really, really well. Number four on the list is text only is going to continue to grow. So look, regardless of how you feel about X, and I, I don't want to get into a debate about this, and thankfully it's just me here right now, so we can't, but it could happen in the comments, etc. cetera. Uh, regardless of how you feel about that platform, it is still incredibly popular. In fact, it is the most used text-based social media app. So according to X, the user base in 2023 exceeded 540 million users, and that is expected to grow to as much as 650 million users in the next five years. That's a pretty significant audience that you can't just ignore. Text-based social media is still incredibly popular. Not everybody wants to create video. Not everybody's meant to create video. Some people are just better writers. Some people are just more comfortable communicating in the written form. If you are using AI as an assistant for your social media, obviously that makes text-based social media make a lot of sense for you. In addition to that, you've got threads, which is going to continue to grow. They're going to continue to become a competitor for X. You've also got Mastodon, same idea, and Blue Sky. Both of those are continuing to push into the space. Both of those are text-based social media apps, although with Blue Sky, uh, you are, it is still invitation only, so you've got to get invited. But video is popular. Canva makes creating graphics very fun and easy. If you know, you know, you've been there, you've done that, you've experienced that. But there's still a solid use case for text only. 
And by the way, that doesn't just include text only on a platform like X or Threads. I have text only posts that work really well on LinkedIn. It's a platform where you can still get away with it. So think about incorporating text only into your social media strategy and use that as one of your potential content pillars for creating that text-based content. And here's the trade-off. If it's only text-based, you're not spending time creating an editing video. You're not spending time creating and editing a podcast. You're not spending time creating and editing images. So it's saving you time, which I think all of us would agree we'd all like to do a little bit more of that. Number five on the list, I think this is probably my favorite one, and I'm so relieved. LinkedIn is getting professional again. For those of us that have been on LinkedIn for a while, I've been on LinkedIn for a really long time. We watched it go through an evolution in 2020. Everybody's at home. Everybody's bored. We're all locked down. A lot of people found themselves out of work. And the activity and the traffic on LinkedIn absolutely exploded. It literally became one of the most active social media platforms. It almost felt like overnight. I remember spending time on LinkedIn and thinking this is such a ghost town. I was creating content, sharing content, but there wasn't really a lot of people there to engage with it or, or jump in on the conversations. That all changed in 2020. Everybody got on LinkedIn. A lot of people looking for work, a lot of people looking for opportunities, a lot of people trying to make connections, expand out their, their network. So that was good. But then something happened. For a season, it felt like LinkedIn was losing its way. And content started being less professional and a lot more personal. And there was a growing call from people who had been on the platform for a while, like myself in particular, uh, that we were afraid that LinkedIn was turning into Facebook. People were bringing some of that personal drama that normally you would have never considered sharing on LinkedIn, but it was starting to find its way into LinkedIn. And just to be clear, I think there are ways that you can incorporate aspects of your personal life into LinkedIn that still can be done in a professional way. And that is something that I do as part of my content strategy on LinkedIn. But I'm talking about the really personal stuff that was going on. So the good news is that there's been recent changes to the LinkedIn algorithm that make it seem as though they are deprioritizing personal content and prioritizing professional content. So if you are creating professional content for other professionals, you're going to see a little extra love or at least potentially see a little bit of extra love from the LinkedIn algorithm. So I would say one of the things that you need to be thinking about if LinkedIn is one of the social media platforms that you are going to use Get proactive about making good quality professional content. Focus on knowledge, focus on advice, support, encouragement, motivation. These are all things that land well on LinkedIn. And it's the kind of content the, the algorithms are going to look for and the algorithm is going to pick up. So focus on professional content. The other thing that I hear from people, voice actors complain about this all the time, is no matter what, they just feel like they're not getting any reach. And when they feel like they're not getting any reach, then they feel like it's not even worth it to be creating content for the platform. And so I would say across the board on social media, but in particular on LinkedIn, work on growing your network. Don't just work on creating content, but be very intentional about growing your network. On LinkedIn, what does that mean? 
Start sending connection requests. Make that part of your strategy every day on the platform. Don't just create content and engage with content. Make sure that part of your regular routine on LinkedIn is sending a couple of connection requests every single day. If you want more reach, you need a bigger network. LinkedIn still offers some of the best organic reach, if not the best organic reach across all of the different social media channels. But even then, it might only be 10% of your audience, which seems like nothing. But when you consider that on Facebook business pages, it's not uncommon to get less than 1%. All of a sudden, 10% doesn't feel pretty bad. But if you've only got 50 people in your network, and then you're wondering why nobody's engaging with your content, it's because you're getting 10% organic reach on an audience of 50. So we want to get 10% organic reach on an audience of 5,000 or 10% organic reach on an audience of 15,000. So you've got to be proactive about growing your LinkedIn network. Make sure that you are sending connection requests every single day. So five trends for social media in 2024. We got to tell better stories and we got to dial it back a little. There's nothing wrong with setting up a camera and just having a conversation. Social search is going to continue to grow. Remember, 40% of Gen Zers are doing their searches on Instagram and TikTok instead of doing their searches on Google. So make sure that your social media posts are SEO friendly. Take some time to write those descriptions. Be more selective. Don't try to be all things to all people. You don't have to be on every social media platform. Pick one and do it awesome and you will produce results that will mean it doesn't matter whether or not you're on the other platforms or not. Think about text only as this continues to grow, whether that's X or Threads or Mastodon or Blue Sky and even writing text only for LinkedIn. But not every single post that you're creating has to have production behind it. It doesn't have to have graphics, fancy images, photographs, video, etc. And LinkedIn is really doubling down on getting professional again. So make sure that you filter your content through that lens and try to get yourself in a position where you can share knowledge, where you can share advice, where you can share encouragement and motivation and support. These are the sort of things that really seem to be driving the algorithm. And of course, you know me, there's got to be a bonus. There's always got to be a bonus. I can't help it. I got to give you a bonus. So my bonus tip for social media, the, this bonus trend for 2024 is something I've been thinking a lot about lately, and that is featuring your customers. Now, as a voice actor, you're probably wondering how in the world do I feature my customers, right? If you're selling apparel, it's really easy to feature your customers by having your customers take pictures in your apparel. But how do we do that as voice actors? Well, the one way that I've been thinking a lot about is through testimonials. Collecting testimonials is something that every voice actor should be doing. And if you can get those testimonials, you can use a service like Canva to create graphics, get a picture of your client, Build that testimonial out. Share it across your social media platform. It's one thing for me to say that I'm great at voiceover, but it's an entirely different scenario when one of my clients says, Mark did such a great job for us. That's social proof. And that's one way that you can feature your clients. Another idea that I had, and I've been tossing this one around, is can you get your clients to give you video testimonials? And maybe one of the ways that you could get a video testimonial would be to offer a video testimonial to them. You're willing to record a video that talks about what a great production company they are, what a great instructional designer they are, the great work that they do, how easy they are to work with. You could certainly talk to that. And in return, they're going to make a quick video testimonial and then 
You get to share the one they did on your socials. They get to share the one you did on their socials. So you're creating a win-win. But look for ways to feature your customers in your content. Make that one of your content pillars for 2024 so that you can provide that social proof that you can actually do the thing that you say that you can do. But it's not you saying it. It's somebody else that is going to have so much more weight that is going to carry so much further with potential buyers. So there you go. Some trends that you need to keep an eye out for on social media in 2024. Here's to taking all of these things and growing your reach and in turn, growing your business. Thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday Vopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly we think. You have a great website, right? Well, make sure you host it at some place that doesn't suck. Hey, it's Brad Newman, fellow VO pro for 28 years and owner of UpperLevelHosting.com. People ask why us, and that's simple. We make it easy, respect your time, save you money, and just make all the magic happen. You don't need to know all the tech stuff when it comes to hosting your website. We got you. Ask around tens of thousands of client interactions later and six years of amazing customer service and not a single negative complaint ever. UpperLevelHosting.com And scene. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more Vopreneur goodness? Jump online at Vopreneur.com.